Thanks so much for downloading the Nightcap podcast. We appreciate the support and we'd love to know that you are enjoying the pod. And now you can become a proud member of the Nightcap podcast tribe. Along with our weekly catch-ups and up-and-coming series with more amazing guests, we've created some bespoke Nightcap podcast clothing, which you can get online now. We've teamed up with our friends at T-Mill to create t-shirts and hoodies in various sizes, colours and fits for both men and women. Yeah, we chose T-Mill for several reasons. They make these clothes with 100% natural materials using organic materials that are better for the environment. They use the sun and wind to power the production of these products, plus they will send you your order in packaging made from plants, not plastics. And the best thing is they look great and they feel great. You can just tell their quality so there's no knockoff merch here. Yeah, it's as simple as this. Go to thenightcap.tmill.com. That's thenightcap.tmill.com to order your Nightcap podcast merch now. Hello and welcome to the Nightcap. It is Wednesday the 7th of June. Uh, myself and Paul are upstairs at Salt having a catch-up and a coffee and we have a lot of chocolate in store for everyone today. Well, mainly just us, but um, how you doing, mate? You okay? Good, yeah, I'm excited. Perfect breakfast. Yeah, I know. Coffee. It's early for this Coffee much. and chocolate. It's early for this much chocolate, isn't it? But uh, I felt like a kid going in and buying, because I was I went into a shop specifically just to buy chocolate, and it was a petrol station, and they asked me any fuel. I was like, no, no, no just all no, these just chocolate, chocolate bars. Just four chocolate bars. They looked in my car, no kids. It's like, yeah, no, just, just me and the chocolate. Um, yeah, we'll get onto that later. Uh, coming up on today's podcast, got a little bit of correspondence, uh, bits of sort of duck-based things, and... Paul's top fives, which I believe will you've got a you've got a big old big old big list for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I looked at it and I thought, am I just a real grumpy fucker or, or what? Well, it's so it's pet peeves in the kitchen, but I mean, it's your whole career. Yeah. So like, I mean, you're gonna have there's gonna be so many little. And there's gonna be lots so. I've missed, and yeah. people, you know, message us your pet peeves as well after you've heard my list if there's anything else and yeah. I guarantee I'll be like yep yeah, that one that one yeah, well, yeah, yeah. exactly a yeah. lot of um, honourable mentions I reckon uh, first things first though I wanted to talk about something that I saw on your Instagram the other day um, beautiful bit of duck that you did yeah. I, mean, I can imagine though there was a, a bit of backlash from the old uh, vegan patrol on on TikTok I imagine but uh, uh, TikTok a bit yeah Instagram as well which I don't normally get any oh, shit really? from Instagram yeah but I, in just normal fashion I've just been like giving them a bit of stick back. Somebody's like, it's probably a joke, but like, does that hurt the duck? And so, well, it tastes better if it does. <laughs> um, so yeah, for those who ain't seen it, yeah. I did, um, um, I was inspired by Fallow actually. So it's not like mm. completely my thing. I'm not going to take the credit for it. So it's um, a whole duck neck all boned out and stuffed, poached with the head on then barbecued. Um, I had it when I went there last year with like Gareth and Gareth Ward and Tony, parking and that when we went to follow they did it us and they did the duck next the beak sat up and they poured the sauce through it it was really cool it was, it was beautiful um and they're quite well known for it and i just thought oh, I'll, I'll give that a go because i'm doing something for the book i want to mm. do something for the book with it i don't know their process but it's a simple anatomy and you can you can just work out your own yeah, yeah. process really you're just using the neck as a sausage, sausage skin yeah with an end end on it that happens to be a beak yeah <laughs> um, so yeah i Pulled the neck out, braised the neck down, picked all the meat down, mm. um, and then like used duck mince, um, 
well, duck livers, breadcrumbs, a bit of pork mince, um, some different uh, herbs and spices and things, and shallots, uh, armagnac, uh, cognac, and then made a sausage mix, piped it into it, Lovely. then steamed it, mm. and then just baked it in the oven dead, dead low when it was um, for the chef's table, and barbecued it, glazed it up, Great. sliced it up with a oh. beak coming out in the middle, and yeah. just gave it as an extra snack for the guests in the chef's table Saturday night. Oh, what a like, treat. What, what yeah. is that? And I was like, but they, they were loving it. They were, yeah, yeah. They, they, and they loved the sausage. It looked beautiful. It looked stunning. But it's, it's funny because it's like, obviously, it's just all about what we're used to as well, isn't it? In terms of like the animals. Like we all know that these cuts of meat come from these animals. But, you know, maybe in this country, we're used to seeing a spit roast pig at fairs and fairgrounds. And yeah. so, so that doesn't sort of wince most people out because we've just been accustomed to that our whole lives. Exactly. Whereas if you see a duck head on a plate, because it's not something you've seen before, suddenly it just, you feel like, oh my God, what? Yeah. Like, it just challenges you, even if you eat meat, you're just like, oh, what? Exactly. I had, I had one person on Instagram, she made a point of telling me she was unfollowing me because of like it and my replies to some comments. <laughs> so why do people feel the need to tell you they're unfollowing you? Yeah. Like they're that self-important. Like, I know, yeah. Like I just said, oh, that's good to hear, thanks. Yeah. Like I could give a fuck. Absolutely. That goes to the whole Ricky Gervais guitar lessons thing, doesn't yes, it? Of like always. going to the town hall and I don't want fucking guitar. It's, it's the same. Yeah. It's just like, they but feel like- Unfollow me if you want. You don't have to tell me. No. I'm not going to be- heartbroken no i might just send you a little violin emoji or something like but it's a perfect arrangement as well because you don't know them you're not really tracking your follows and equally it's free to follow you or unfollow you so oh yes mate was that your last latest listen to song i was just trying to get the comments up (laughs) and that was the um that was the music on the video (laughs) for the for the duck yeah, but no, you're exactly right. Like, it's a free I, I arrangement. I never know if anybody unfollowed me because yeah. it's quite a steady rolling amount of followers and I don't track them intensely. No, of course Even not. if you did, they're, they're gradually always going up. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, yours are. <laughs> Stagnant. So, uh, but, but yeah, this one guy, he just he doesn't even follow me or anything on Instagram. He's put, um, bet you're one of the prats that enjoy seeing geese being force-fed so you can enjoy foie gras. <laughs> so I just oh, put on that. Better than one of the prats who post stupid comments on people's posts yeah. that they don't know and makes things up to get angry about. <laughs> and he's still having a go about, he's just made up this foie gras thing. And I mean, he's right. I fucking love foie gras. Yeah, 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 sure. uh, but I don't think it's stupid at all. Do you like watching geese being force fed grain? I just put, it's not my proudest tug. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Look, that I'm is not going to get into this no, back and forth about to. it. So I'd rather just take the piss. Yeah, no, you should. Because if, if you start taking it too seriously, then you end up in a pit and then yeah. you start getting angry. And that's why it should left, social media should be fun and lighthearted. That's it's, why I left Twitter because I got into all that. So yeah. now my response is just, I'll take the piss. Yeah, if you're yeah. being like, I'll take the piss. Absolutely. And I think it goes without saying, like regardless of, um, I mean, especially in a restaurant like this, the respect for the animals you have is so high. Yeah. Like you don't want to waste a single morsel of it. You know, exactly. it's not, do you know what I mean? It's not like there's a, there's a great appreciation for, and it's not like meat is even mm. in every single dish and you'll no. only get stuff that's available and decent quality as, no. as respectful as you can get towards the animals. I think it's a different conversation, a bit like the fox hunting thing about enjoying yeah. the murdering part. Yeah, that, yeah that's you know a totally I mean? different a, psychology. That's a, yeah, that's meant, I mean, that's not something to do with eating meat. No. Like if you enjoy watching a fox getting torn to shreds, that's, yeah, just that's, a, that's a separate hobby just, away from the kitchen. <laughs> it's just weird. Yeah. That is just weird. I can't get on, on board with that. And uh, I don't think it's fair to call people a hypocrite if you're happy to hunt. No. Um, 
but you don't like fox hunting. So yeah, 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 it's understanding those different mentalities. Absolutely. And, and for, for us, it's like, like the, the guys that follow, they, what they're great about is really celebrating those sort of things. And I still love to do that. It'd be very hard for it. We get our ducks whole. Um, and it's difficult sometimes for us to use certain parts up because we have a taste of menu format and we don't yeah. have um, an a la carte restaurant um, or we don't have a bistro where we can send cuts to and use it up. So if I got all of our ducks in with the heads and necks on, mm. um, using them up is too much protein. Like where would, then we where yeah. are we can use the breasts and the legs and stuff. So yeah, yeah. I think just getting them in now and again to do something with and just celebrate and show other people as well. Yeah, absolutely. How we can use that 100%. and like like a fellow, I know they get through loads of them, mm. um, but we just we just couldn't. Yeah, because like I got you know that one neck would probably do two a la carte portions sure. for, a, for a main course yeah, yeah, yeah. so i think um, just especially up here as well we've got the beauty we can yeah the opportunity to really highlight it and put it on social media and just you know show how we can use so much i'm going to have a look at things i've never done as well like duck feet i know it's a delicacy in asia oh, really? it's quite quite not common over here but common over there i'm just gonna get some in and have a little play with them that's weird that you mentioned duck's feet because i don't know what sparked it the other day but something i saw online triggered me to want to ask sort of out of any context have you ever had frog's legs before yeah yeah. Oh, okay yeah. i've never had them and obviously it used to be like more of i guess a fame famous thing than it is it now. was i remember when i started cooking used in like on. the 90s and that and yeah. you know only the the fine dining restaurants in the uk were french restaurants yeah frog everyone had frog's, frog's legs, legs garlic yeah. butter they're all right like is where was i'd it? say they're just was it they're all right was it, is it similar to anything it is like most people say similar to chicken it's the closest thing is it it's similar to um that's really weird isn't it because not animals that you'd think are similar no you so wouldn't. you wouldn't expect them to taste the same yeah they're, they're just okay they don't have any mm. like there's, there's not loads of flavor there's no fat or anything like that yeah yeah, they're just they're just okay for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's more the novelty in it. That's yeah, where a lot I, I of those had, take off. I had a frog in um, Thailand that was absolutely disgusting. Like, um, I just had it because it looked cool. It was at this market, and it's one of those markets. I don't know if you went to one when you were there. Um, it was on a train track. The train comes uh, down, and, and they, they all move everything go, in. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Shit, trains come in, move yeah. it in, and, and they leave the it to the last second, don't they? they do, yeah. like, it's mental. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a. It's like part of the play or something. You're like, wow, it's that choreography. Yeah, there was a guy there who had live catfish in a bowl and he was just picking them up and just chopping them into steaks live and then fucking them into bags, bagging them up, giving them to people and wow. the bags are just wiggling. <laughs> and he's just like, all right, just move these in, train coming back out. <laughs> just on this old, it's like a log he was chopping them on. It was so raw. And then there was another one. They had frogs barbecued and they were just whole. They'd had nothing done to them. And I was mm. just like, yeah. Want to get on this? <laughs> um, so basically, it was like a wooden clamp that clamped the legs together, and then you just had the whole frog out of it, its arms there, or front oh, legs, whatever you call it, little them. head, and then its head, um, and it had all its skin on and everything. How big are we talking? Um, probably fist, fist. yeah, fistish, okay. like like the top of your hand. Mm. And where's your mouth going to first? Well, this is what I wasn't sure about because <laughs> towards the, the lips. <laughs> yeah, I just went in for the skin, yeah. and it was leathery, like. So oh, no, that's no. But no. it was the flavour mixed with 
they'd been bad, badly barbecued. So it had this like, you know, when you just light your coal and you've got that black soot coming yeah. up. It was like oh, that when mate. you shouldn't be cooking. It no. was disgusting. No. I've got a photo of me somewhere where it's this frog. I'll have to what did you do? How much of it did you eat or did you just discard of it? Oh, I got rid. Yeah, I couldn't. I just couldn't. And then the meat was, I was pulling the meat off and that. I didn't oh, expect it no. to be that good, but I was like, I'm here. <laughs> when in Rome. <laughs> when in a random Thai place near yeah. a train track, get a frog. Yeah. yeah. As the saying goes. Yeah. Fucking hell. Rogue. Well, um, I'm excited to see if you do more. Maybe you'll have a toad on your... Yeah, I mean, I'm always up for anything and you never for unusual's sake. Gotta no, that's great. a good that's a good point. I think because it's like it's obviously not about the shock value for me, but it, it is a part of it whether we like it or not. Because mm. like we said before, it's not every day you get a head of an animal served to you. Yes, but it's you know it's at the end of the day it's also just a bit of a probably not not to like be a fun sponge, but it's a serious reminder about where your food comes from because you're yeah, being yeah. faced with the animal. Like when you see a, especially in a Michelin star restaurant, say like the. A more, you know, a morsel of a certain muscle of an animal. Yeah, it looks so pretty. It's yeah. so hard to relate to where it's from. You see the duck's eyes basically look at you as you chow down on its throat. It hits you. It does. <laughs> yeah, because we're just so distant from it. Exactly. Oh, yeah, and um, we have we've spoken about this before. Where there's a lack yeah. of connection across the Western world with our food and where it comes from. Even you know vegetables and how they grow and things. And mm. you know, I remember. Like people being shocked when they saw how sprouts grow, and it's like, this is bad that we're in yeah. this position. We should, yeah. we should know. I think it, I think it's really important. So little reminders, are so in, true. I think are good. And I, if you're happy to, you know, I, I get that people are a bit like, oh, that's a bit odd with the beak sat on there. Mm. But I am, I'm not trying to shock. I'm trying to make a point of, yeah, you know, this this is what you're eating, mm-hmm. and this is real. But you know, if you are prepared to eat all the rest of duck. And then what's wrong with me cooking it with its head on? And and these people, again, because of like a cultural difference, Mm. if that was a a pig, for example, because we're used to seeing a spit roast at fairgrounds, at mops, do you know what I mean? Like, you know, big events, country fairs, like we've all seen that. So we we are cool with it. Yeah, Um, exactly. It's it's only because we haven't seen these things. Like it's just a cultural thing. And like like now, like when I... When I grew up, butcher shops, it wasn't that long ago. I'm, what, I'm only, what, six, seven years older than you? Yeah, yeah. I think. And um, it, butcher shops, it had pigs' heads in the window yep. and there was rabbits in there with all the fur on. Yep. It was quite normal to me as a kid. But yeah, if, that, really if you saw that in the butchers now, if you yeah. walk past the butchers down the road, mm-hmm. people would be like, what? Yeah, you're right. It was so, it's mental. Yeah. You know, a couple of hundred years ago, people looking at how we react to food now, <laughs> they'd be like, what the f- yeah. Are you joking? Like, it's, yeah, it's quite incredible. Anyway, uh, we've got quite a bit to get through. I, should we do top fives early and then we'll do yeah, some melting of chocolate after? Or do. do you want to do the melting of chocolate first? What well, I can, I can get the chocolate started. Okay, let's and then do we'll that. Talk so, through the fives. Just to recap, if people didn't listen last week, last week I did my top five chocolate bars. Number one was a Snickers, obviously, because it's the best. Um, and then I also, I got a message from a guy called Lee. Oh, I saw, yeah. Who said, there is a Snickers creamy peanut butter. And I fuck it. In my top five was a Kit Kat chunky peanut That's butter. Right. And they've, they've merged. So Snickers and it. And I'm really excited. So we'll maybe try that at the end. Yeah, it's yeah. like a treat. Because I bought that. Then I've also bought um, Whisper, which was my number five. And then these weren't in my top five. We've got a flake, a twirl, and a whisper. Because we were thinking, uh, they are all the same. Chocolate. Yeah. Recipe. 
But I yeah, I remember I'd said last week, I'd seen videos on TikTok and then people trying out the videos. I don't know if they're true. Yeah. The flakes just won't melt. Yeah, which seems mental. I yeah, don't, I don't it know what. So we're gonna we're gonna try and melt a flake and a twirl, maybe a whisper as well. And we'll just see if there is a difference. And yeah. why why would there be? I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how we do. Uh, do you want to start now? Yeah, I'll go start them up. So I've got here. This is weird in that, and this is what it looks like on TikTok as well. So I've got a Bain Marie facet, water in the pan, bowl on the top, and I've had that on for ten minutes. Yeah, I've dropped the flake in, and it should start melting straight away. Yeah. But it's not. it's not. It's softening a touch, but there's no chocolate. And then I've got one in a normal pan on frying temperature, number eight on this induction. Yeah. And nothing. Nothing. It's sticking to the bottom of the <laughs> Yeah, it's sticking like a fish skin. What the hell? But so what would the, they... Well, the twirl is coated in chocolate. And we were just saying, you assume that a twirl is a flake coated in chocolate. Let's put that in. See, look, look straight away. Straight away. Because that's got... A, Chocolate coating. Yeah. So once that coating's gone, I bet the rest won't. Do you reckon? Yeah, I bet. So do you reckon that a twirl is just a chocolate-covered flake? I think so. If, yeah, it looks like it because that's not mounting inside. No, that looks the same. That looks the same. Yeah, but this this does go back to like what we were saying last week. Obviously, there are differences in the recipes because with the whisper it's going to be different to a dairy milk because it's aerated. Yeah, yeah. So it's got to be stabilised. I get that. Mm -hmm. But I assume that would melt. But what are they doing with the flake? I know, I'm just trying to... Just stopping it melting. Figure that out. That flake's just burning now. What the hell? That is mental. It's just nothing. That is crazy. How can you even speculate as to how that, how that would be happening? Um, how could it not be melting? I don't know. There must be... It's, I don't know. Someone better at food science yeah, yeah. would know... Than me, I know I know chocolate on a sort of good quality chocolate level, but not the mass produced. No, what, what, what are we going for? So go some whisper. Yeah, the outside is coated, so that's going to melt. That's just burning. <laughs> that just is just absolutely. Burning. That is just absolutely burning. The alarm's going to go off. Yeah, let's turn that one off. <laughs> What's your hunch with um, the whisper? whisper? Will fully melt. Do you reckon? Yeah, yeah. Look. Oh, it's already going. So that will have like how are we do in Aero you it's chocolate and you put a tiny bit of oil in and it softens it a bit yeah you sort of aerate it and then it sets you couldn't just do it with pure you couldn't aerate it with pure chocolate yeah the yeah, whisper that so, whispers going yeah and we eat that oh mm. mate beautiful i can't believe that that is just charred the bottom of the pan i'm yeah. so we need i don't know how we're gonna find out but that's what five minutes in a pan that is crazy and it's just soft but crumbly yeah yeah, flakes don't melt. That is mental. I'm so pleased that I, to get a live, because I hate all this speculation. So to get a live scientific view on this is perfect. Yeah. Wow. Fascinating. And then, yeah, the twirls just stopped melting. Mm. Oh, the texture of whisper, though, is great now. It's a winner. Mm. Mental. I must be so annoying here in a seat. <laughs> How are we going to find out why? Is there a way of... I don't know. Someone out there might know in food. So what is it they've put in it? Because mm. obviously... I can understand why they do it. Because it's like those ribbons of chocolate. It's going to melt really quick in your hand. Quicker than a dairy milk that's solid chocolate, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So um, they must have done it for that reason. Yeah, and that's texture up. reasons. But Yeah, so there's actually method to it in terms of the context of eating a chocolate bar on the go. Yeah, you've got yeah, it in your, you've got it in your bag. No you've reason. got it in your, you know... Yeah, because that'll melt quicker than anything else. Yeah. So they put something in it to stop it melting. Yeah, so true. I wonder what it is. 
Fantastic. God, breaking boundaries here. We need to do more live. I also love that the first time we've ever done cooking on the Nightcap podcast, we've been melting some flakes, <laughs> twirls, and whispers. Like, it's so ironic, but I love it. Okay, great. Um, right, what should we... Let's do top Let's do top fives. I'm so excited for this. Top, okay. top five pet peeves in the kitchen from Paul. Thanks to Nico, who was one of the people that suggested this top five. If you want to suggest your own, just message us at the Nightcap underscore pod to suggest some top fives and we may well do them in the future. Yeah. Go on then, Paul. So the most difficult thing about this, this was the most difficult one I've done because there's so many. Yeah. And very difficult to put in an order. Yeah. So my order is not necessarily the order. Okay. In in the sense that they all really piss me off. It's hard to say. You know, most of the other ones, I've known my number one straight away. Yeah, that was the same with me last week. Like, Snickers was number one. The other four could fall in anywhere. Yeah. So... Got yeah, but these like some that aren't in the num- number in the top five could could still make it in there easily, Fine. and I just um, yeah, it just I think I've got about fifteen number ones. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Okay. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, would you? Do you want to? So do I'll just go through some or? mention some some okay. bits and bobs first. Some some probably wouldn't make it. So great. I've got to mention cooking spoons. I don't yeah. need to go into that because yeah. we've. We've, we've done covered that it so many we've times. We've covered it. And Cooking spoons, yeah. You, if you do it, you're wrong. That, <laughs> it's just not acceptable. Not a matter of opinion, matter of fact. Yeah, it is. Okay. Dreadful. Um, what else? Um, we've spoke about this on the podcast as well, and it's a bit of a cowboy type thing, but um, you see it in your kitchen where people mix salt and pepper. Salt and pepper pot. Oh, yeah. awful. Awful Dreadful. cowboy thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Fortunately, I never have to encounter that at yeah. all. It just yeah. doesn't. Doesn't happen, so you almost forget about it. But well, I have to say, Laura helped me with these as well, and Laura's picked a lot of these up. Oh, actually, yeah, 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 and they really piss her <laughs> up as well. Well, if um, so, the, the salt and pepper pot thing though, that would always the buck stops with the head chef. If that is yeah. in the kitchen, that's no one person. That's whoever whoever owns this restaurant. That's the uh, that is the head chef's fault. If yeah. that's out on the side, yeah. on anyone's station, right? Because people can just bring that in themselves or just slyly create their own pot. Yeah. They? For me as well, I just, I don't understand the benefit. Like they think there might be saving time, right? But how long does it take? Oh, no. Like, and obviously not everything needs salt and pepper, mm. right? We don't need to go course, into that. Yeah. But they're not, you know, when you watch a hundred meter sprint, mm. yeah, the margins are fine and you make the, you know, you're trying to shave point not one of a second. Mm. We're chefs. We're not trying to shave that much yeah. time. You're <laughs> yeah. talking about a twist of pepper, a pinch yeah, of salt. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. how fast are you working that you need to save, That's a good you know, point. three seconds? Absolutely. Like, what are you doing? And straight away, you're compromising. Because the one thing that is different, which is especially at a really good level, is like the control and the ingredients are mm. so... Like, yeah, there might be a few things on the fly to season stuff. But mm. as soon as you mix two ingredients like that and then candidly throw them in, you've lost some some element of control over the seasoning of a dish. Yeah, absolutely. So it's... Absolutely. And it's always cowboy. cracked black pepper they put in with it, which is just half <laughs> quarter peppercorns. <laughs> yeah. So that true. one comes into another one, which is this lazy seasoning. So yeah. that kind of comes into where it's just, we spoke about this with, I think it might, it was Tommy Banks on his podcast, that, um, on, sorry, when he was a guest on this. Yeah, yeah. Um, and drives me crazy as well. Lazy seasoning where they'll just cook, 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 salt at the end. Yeah. Not 
taste, appreciate layers, you know, mm-hmm. salt, let's draw out the moisture and add seasoning as we go. Yeah. The way you sometimes don't need any at the end, just they'll make something all the way through, salt at the end, taste gone. It's yeah. just lazy. Yeah. Sure. It's not the way to build flavors. That's great. I do worry about, because I'm, I'm obviously not a chef, but when I like to cook stuff at home, I try and do that. But sometimes I worry because maybe it's just lack of experience, but I worry that I'd get like salt goggles. Yeah. And it's like, I've lost perspective over, is this salty enough? Is this not salty? And like, do you know what yeah. I mean? Does that make it's, sense? It's easier to do in a kitchen because you're, you're generally not doing two, three portions of anything. It's very easy uh, at home yeah. to over-season your food, isn't it? Yeah. Just yeah. go a bit too much. It is, yeah. It's, it's harder in the kitchen because oh, you're doing okay. bigger volumes. That's true. Yeah, got you. Because I, I, I have to like hold myself back at home because mm. I'm used to, you know, handfuls of salt with, say, you know, making whatever it may be, a puree or something. Yeah. Whereas now at home, it's a pinch. Yeah, a tiny yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. Um, what else? Um, shit coffee. <laughs> Fuck it. Free strike coffee. <laughs> and this comes into another one. I won't go into it too much because this comes into number three on my list. Okay. But it's just like, it should be made how you make it for the customer when yeah. you make it, not just for me, for everyone. Because that's talking about, that's about your pride. Yeah, nice. If, if you just get the milk too hot and fuck the milk or just overrun the yeah. water through the espresso and make it bitter. Yeah, I and like you're just that. Like, happy to serve that. It's like, that tells me a lot about you. Yeah, like, that's good. And that. you're happy to serve that to me. It's a good test. And I'm thinking, well, what are you serving to our guests if you're happy to serve that to me? Or yeah. it's just, I don't matter for staff. Oh no, it does matter for staff. I like that. It's like a little barometer over someone's standards, isn't it? It says a lot about Really good. It says a lot. That's good. So we're still in honourable mentions territory, right? Oh god, yeah. Yeah. Um (laughs) another one. This this nearly made it in. Um don't have the problem as much here anymore. So but I used to give press up punishments. (laughs) Uh sorry, press up punish punishment, yeah. Um what is it? Tunnel and Mallory for this. And it's um so when People tub, chefs tub things up, right? You put, generally put labels, either a printed label or um, like electrical tape written on it with the date and what it is. Yeah. When they put them in a pot wash and don't take the label off. Ooh. It's so fucking annoying. It's like, again, that says to me, like the pot wash, they're below me, they can do that. So yeah. one, it's fucking lazy. Yeah. Um, two, it's just dirty. Some some labels, not the type we don't use, like you get these ones, they use them like contract catering. Yeah. When they've been through the wash, they're like, concreted to it yeah and then other people i've worked in places and when i've tempt years and years ago like they'll just put another one on top and another oh, one on top no, and grim. you just get this nasty layer of labels yeah and it's just disgusting yeah so like i can picture those i uh, i started at turd if anyone put a, a pot in the pot wash it was 10 press-ups with with a label on and my pot washer alice she loved it oh, she'd be, like chef <laughs> chef look at this he's done it i'm gonna drop let's go 10 press-ups that is great <laughs> she'd be there counting them because oh, she ate them. it you know, peeling them off and stuff that's really nice as well because it's like you're right it sort of speaks to even though it might be, it's probably just laziness it's not necessarily like disrespecting the pot wash but it is this sense of like everyone is just as important at every level yeah so it's, it's like not, it's, it's not directly center, disrespecting like, them no 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 you're you're actively not thinking about them. Yeah. Someone's got to do that for you. Yeah. And you might be, you know, you might be giving them, at the end of the night, you're cleaning your fridge out, 10, 15 tubs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then they've got another few sections to go as well. And they're going to stand there yeah, yeah. peeling them off for you. That's no. a great That's a And great it just one. looks disgusting. You put them up, 
you rack them all up nicely and then they've got all these labels on. <laughs> yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah, it is. It is rank. That's yeah. a really good one. I've never thought of that. And I probably haven't, I haven't thought about those since I worked in a pub and can picture them all. All the little tubs with little shitty labels on. Yeah. Yeah, it happened all the time. Yeah, good um, one. Good one. The next one is timers, right? Timers, crucial piece of equipment. Mm. Um, but they piss me off on a couple of levels, right? So it's when people... Um, don't uh they don't turn them off we used to have like a three beat rule at mallory and i'd be fuming if it went past that um what if you're the other side of the kitchen and it's like because <laughs> like, it's just annoying and there's like we had in the main kitchen there there was three main sections so and timers are going all the time and it's mm. just doing your head in all this beeping yeah um is that, or, is that like, my beeper is that your beeper like, it must have been a bit like what annoyed me more more than anything more than that was it'd be beeping right next to them and they'd, they'd not turn it off. That's yeah. would, like, fair enough. If they've walked up to pastry and it's going off, yeah. I'll go turn it off and check whatever it is or I'll yeah. give them a shout out. Oh, your time is gone. Yeah. Um, yeah. But if it's next to you and it's going and it used to be like back then, Costa, right? I used to go to Costa, the one up by uh, in Leamington, yeah, right, yeah. inside next. Yeah. Um, and they used to use panini machines then. Yeah. Um, they don't they don't use them now so they had timers all over them yeah and i'd <laughs> sit there so i was with the kids or whatever and it just come to me just by pure habit they'd be going off they'd they'd open the panini machine take it out it's still beeping and they're cutting it and putting it on the plate still, still beeping, beeping. <laughs> but it just automatically i'd just go time up did you yeah it's just like, like a Shit. like a tourette's you're like what oh, time up <laughs> yeah, you're out in public what are you doing <laughs> but then how can they not hear that oh, just going no. beep, 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 and they're cutting it and then they're walking it out and i'm like i'm gonna go behind there and turn it off in a minute yeah dreadful like, do you know what that's funny you say that because even at home like the oven when that timer goes off it annoys me mm. So much like the first thing I have to do, even if it's just me in there, I, I have to turn that off immediately. So I imagine in a professional kitchen when there's loads of different timers yeah. going off, that is a fucking... Yeah, but it, you oh. know, it, they're important to have. Um, yeah, of course. I, I hate, you know, off the back of that, I hate that old school chef man mentality. You don't get it much anymore. Don't need a timer. Like, you're cheating. Like, How's just, that cheating? I know, it's I ridiculous. Mean, yeah. It's that old macho-y kind yeah, of yeah. attitude. But again, in a big kitchen like, say, Mallory, and then you'd go over to the brasserie sometimes, it's important to have... I'd be off in the office or something all the time. There was one lad who used to really piss me off. <laughs> he, he'd do the timer thing, but say if I was out or I'd been called out the front or called to pastry or somewhere, a timer of mine might go off and he'd just beep, turn it off. He wouldn't check. Oh, wow. Yeah, what's it for? Like, When's the time? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I turned it off for you. Yeah, but when? did you check? How long ago? <laughs> or, or maybe my oven timer goes off yeah. and um, they just open the oven partially. Oh, no. Just no. check it. Shout no. me. Fuck. Do something. Don't just. Yeah. I'll open that for. It's still in the oven. It's still hot. Fuck me. Used to wind me up. That's a really good yeah. one. It's, I, I, I. Sort of all these little things. I, just, I you forget how much etiquette there is around. There is a lot. Like, there's of a lot of. There's a lot of shit going on. There's a lot of stuff to be on top yeah. of and remember and. Yeah, because it's, it's all a cauldron. These, <laughs> yeah, and all these things are going wrong, and it's just yeah. a recipe for disaster. It really is. Like, yeah. Excuse the pun. Oh, yeah, no, it's true. It's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, timers. That's I mean, that's multifaceted. That, that timer thing. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, I um, know what. This is a top twenty. This. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another one. This was one sort of Laura had said to me, which kind of um, it, it in some ways kind of links to my number one, but not fully. Okay. Um, 
so I won't go into it too much, but it's about not, it's not having the head chef's back. And the best thing about Laura and Gibbo is when, you know, when I was more sort of in the kitchen all day, every day, um, I was obviously running the restaurant and business while I was always having meetings and, you know, my work could be done, but getting the section set exactly how I wanted it, you know, take five, 10 minutes. Um, I'd come back to um, the, I'd come back to the kitchen, say I'd have a meeting or something had happened. I'd be issued with a printer, issued with something. You're always taken out. Mm. And I want to come back into the kitchen and just know that oh, they've got my back. They've set yeah. up my board. They've put my spoons out. They've yeah. got my pans out, everything I need. Yeah. Or maybe put all my scallops or whatever in the fridge. I can come in at 12 and it's like, oh, nice one. Back. I've got my back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't have to be like, oh, chef, I've done this for you. It's just done. Yeah. And when it's not done, it's really fucking frustrating. Yeah, you need sure. them to be thinking about as part of their role, the bigger picture. Yeah, and the chef's not off being lazy. Yeah, he, you know, expecting you to do all his work for him and set up a section. It's he's got to, you've got to have their back because they're doing other things. So yeah. let's make sure. Yeah, you know, they've never done that. They've never not done that for me in mm -hmm. the kitchen. They just do it. They did it from an early days. But other chefs didn't quite get that. Say like at Mallory or Turd, and they're just. Just leave it, and I'll just be in the shit. There. So a bit of, was it an unspoken? Is it like an unwritten rule or an unspoken rule, or is it like not as such? And I guess I, like I some, some places you're not necessarily the restaurant owner and the head and the exactly. chef, are you? So it's a different. I don't think it's an unwritten rule. I personally think it's it shows that they're taking on responsibility, and you know they're looking above and beyond if they do yeah. that. They're not just thinking about their section and their night. No, exactly. Yeah. There's a certain level of communication from you as a leader to be like, this is what I expect of you. Yeah. But yeah. also, I, I think they should be thinking, oh, it's, it's 10 to 12, they're not set. I'm just going to make yeah. sure they're set. Because yeah. if they're not, I'm having a bad day. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's just, you know, snowballs. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. yeah, That's a good one. That's a very serious one. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. So and Laura appreciates that more now. Yeah, because I mean, they do it for sure, her. She's always had my back. I mean, that's why she's gone up through the ranks. But now she's, you know, runs the kitchen on a day-to-day -day basis she understands that even more now mm -hmm. and she gets pulled away and she might have a meeting or a supplier thing or something annoying her or briefing of course and she needs her guys setting her up yeah yeah, yeah nice good one that right so we'll get into the the top five right we're in there we go. Number so five. number five. This we one. need to. We need like one of those like old school top of the five. 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 <laughs> get, maybe get that, that for that next old week. DJ voice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, number five. So not ordering something or taking the last of something and not replacing oh, it. Oh, good one. Fuck me, it's so common that. Good one. And it's always nobody. It's always Mr. Nobody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never, no so one many ever chefs will get this. Yeah, so good. many chefs. It might be <laughs> something little like, you know, we have general things that obviously we get in all the time, you know, milk, lemon, cream, blah, 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 all the general, general stuff or flour, but you don't order them every single day. Yeah, of course. Um, but somebody will just take the last of it. Or even things, the most annoying things are, um, things that we get off site, so like the gas canisters for the blowtorch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'd always buy two. So yeah. when you're on the last one, you get the next ones. If yeah. that makes sense. So yeah. you you're never just using the last one with nothing back. Yeah. Um, somebody has gone and taken that last one, screwed it up, and put it to use. So they know they've took the last yeah. one, but yeah. they don't. Happens here. Yeah, it's oh. happened last week. Oh. I was feeling it. Let's <laughs> send the pot washer out. Uh, Laura sent the pot washer out Saturday night to go and get. Another one, but you have to get it from, like get them from Screw Fix because they're the plumber ones. Oh, it's okay. not like yeah, it's not just... like a quick like nip to Tesco Express. No, <laughs> no, but it's like if you take the last of it, it just it's like same as Blue Roll, right? Fucking oh, Blue yeah, Roll. People yeah. will use the last of it and be like, oh, 
I thought, you know. I can't, I'm too busy. I won't do it. But <laughs> that says to me, you're not a team player. It's a standards thing, isn't it? Yeah. It says you're all about you. You're not yeah. about the team. Mate, and it pisses is... me off. And, you know, if you use your noggin, especially things like blue roll, you don't even have to do it. You, you know, even if you're a common, you can ask the pot washer. Can you fill that up for me? Yeah, so it's yeah. taking accountability, getting it done, but yeah. it's not costing you any time. So true. It's so simple. All these things are actually quite simple fixes. It's just about yeah. being on top of it. And it's like it's sort of just making your bed in the morning sort of thing. Like just keep, yeah. keep the standard there so that you're always... Yeah. And, and I suppose that's quite a universal one. Like even at home, I can picture a few times where like Hayley's gone to make some toast and there is no bread and I've not told her. And I was like, oh, I might have had the last slice yesterday. <laughs> I can't blame anyone else. It's just the two of us in the house. <laughs> Fuck. There's no Mr. Nobody there's, at home, there, is there? Exactly. Yeah. There's never a Mr. No one at home. And, you know, we we all do that at home. It, mm. it happens. But here it's different. This is oh, a yeah. business. People exactly. are paying. So true. There's an expectation. We, we have to have this stuff. And yeah. When it's constant, it's frustrating that's a good one mate that's really good but that that replacing not replacing the the blue roll that that comes to another one that really annoys me as well like the overuse of it like every oh, overuse got, of blue roll yeah people just chug chug chug, chug like they're climbing like they're milking a, a cow <laughs> yeah climbing, climbing a rope yeah, yeah. <laughs> just that they've got a little bit of i don't know a little bit of spillage <laughs> yeah, yeah that needs two sheets yeah. and it's like <laughs> <laughs> wipe bin that's still dry you look at you look at the bin and it's just a mound of it and it's all perfectly dry just twisted yeah. up in itself yeah because cleaning products that's another thing that pisses me off like <laughs> how long you got mate be a while. <laughs> um, uh, part two next week yeah uh, <laughs> i always tell my guys it's like that's the only thing we don't make money on right so we yeah. buy wine we sell it we buy other drinks we sell it we buy food we sell it yeah. we buy cleaning products that go in the bin yeah like yeah it's dead money that's true like yeah you, you have to look after it and use it responsibly yeah really good really yeah. good like all oh, this shit's blown my mind like forget <laughs> like there's just so much at stake all the time and there's so many like i work in meat so i've got a laptop and a couple of apps on it and some yeah. mic do you know what i mean like you're there's just so many little things it is and it's managing people in a very sort of volatile environment as yeah. well so yeah. there's always going to be more things that just yeah. get you back up and i'm no wonder you're all stressed <laughs> i'm not like you know outside of work and that and generally i'm quite you know i think i'm quite chilled yeah, really yeah. And stuff. i'd not, say so you know i'm not really precious about stuff like that and I'm relaxed at home about mm. you know things like that happen but work is just so different yeah no i can completely appreciate it and also like you've said a couple of times one of those little things that could then have a knock on to something else. And then because of that member exactly. of staff, you're like, oh, what else have they fucked? And it, it and does they, become a shitstorm. And, and come, if you they know. don't see it, it's telling me they don't see the bigger picture. Yes. You have, yeah. to, you have to sweat the small stuff. Yeah. And the big stuff looks after itself. Yeah. You have to. So good. Okay. Um, so number, number four. Four. <laughs> four. Four. <laughs> um, this could be number one on any other day. Like, okay. And it's quite common again in kitchens, but we'll suit anybody in life but when people over promise and under deliver yeah, yeah, yeah and it's classic. like when it's a voluntary promise this is that's when the crux of it is right mm-hmm. so it might be that a chef on the section they're not that busy and they're like oh, oh well i'm gonna i'm gonna get the fridge all cleaned out tonight and i haven't asked them to do it yeah i'm like oh great yeah. i ain't got that much to do i'm gonna get my work done i'm gonna get the fridge cleaned out and then we're gonna get out early do this and then it comes in and i uh, do the fridge ah no no <laughs> I'll, I'll do it tomorrow you shouldn't have told me. Yeah. You should not have volunteered that information. Yeah. Why? What, what Why? Did, yeah. What did you gain from it? There's, there was no expectation on you. I'm not yeah. telling you to do it. Uh-huh. Or, oh, yeah, I'm going to get all my work done. I've got a small list. So I'll do, I'll jump on and help you. 
and then they don't. Yeah. It's like I didn't I didn't necessarily need the help. Mm. But what are you, what are you well, telling I thought, me? Because I thought it was coming. Yeah. Now I'm disappointed. Well, why are you yeah. telling me? I didn't. I didn't fucking need it. Yeah. yeah or, or like, oh, I'm going to do some extra prep. I'll do. And I'll do some. Don't think. So maybe some oils and things that are advanced prep that last a while and mm. stuff. And then don't do it. And then they're in the shit mm. with it. So why have you overpromised? Yeah. And not fucking delivered. Yeah. Yeah. Never it's asked you. Why do? What is the reason people do it? Because I guess they're so keen to impress. Yeah. Definitely. It's like, but it's naive. I guess, yeah. isn't it? And I think the reason I didn't put that as number one because it kind of ties into number one okay again okay. a few few things do really but okay. i think number one is all encompassing yeah fine this. okay understood <laughs> understood uh number three number three so three. ties into <laughs> ties into the coffee <laughs> poor staff food yeah yeah and that right. just says to me you don't give a fuck has that like, that's got better in the industry over the years or has it always yeah, been quite good or yeah yeah oh it has but i'm talking on an individual level of that person mm. you know especially when you know, like here, there's a lot of freedom to do what they want. Um, we're not really, it's got to be cost effective, obviously. But, you know, I don't want to be like, right, we're having mints every day because it's cheap. Um, I want it. I want a variety, you know, healthy, tasty. You know, I don't just want to be given, say, and I say if it, we're having chili, mm. it's, I don't just do some average chili and some rice. Let's make some sour cream. Let's get some nachos in, you know, mm. let's just. Make like it a little, up a, a little, a little event, a mini event yeah, in a day. Because exactly, it's, it's a bit of a, it's like a bit of a sort of, um, I don't know, it's like a morale booster, isn't it? Yeah. It's like in any other job, you go into the shitty canteen to get your shit, do you know what I mean? It's just, or you're nipping out to WH Smith to get a meal deal or whatever. Like, it's not, mm. it's not an exciting part of the day, really. It's more of a means to an end. Whereas you're in a lovely restaurant with loads of ingredients, like, it's a bit, it's a bit of a coup. Yeah, and it's, you know, you look forward to it, you're hungry, it's a um, sit-down meal for the day, and people work hard, they need a need a good feed yeah um but you know we still have the odd shock career really it fucking ruins my day does it it ruins my day and i I let it take over me to be honest i probably shouldn't and it really really pisses me what so is there a rota um with who's responsible for it or a couple of guys look after it um and they're, they're doing a lot better generally but there's the odd Odd time. There was a shocker last week. I'm not going to go into it. Or no, name, sure. Name no, them, obviously. No, no, but no. yeah, I was fuming. I didn't eat it. I just, I come upstairs because I wanted to be on my own and out of the way. I just wouldn't, wouldn't eat it. It was that bad. It was just, wow. you know, it was just lazy. There was no thought in it. We had no a re- really it. quiet lunch. So there was no excuse, mm-hmm. you know, and it was like 10 minutes before nipping out to Sainsbury's to get something to go with it. And, and it was just bad. And it was yeah. no love, yeah. no effort. And it, what that says to me, it's a, you're almost directly saying to me, I couldn't give a fuck. Yeah. Is what you're telling me. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. It's a pride thing again, yeah. isn't it? I, I, like, it was a game changer when I saw all of Brad's stuff and obviously he ended up doing a, uh, a book around it, which was Great. just such a, un, I guess unusual, unusual is maybe the wrong word, but it's sort of the irony of a Michelin star restaurant mm. and his first book is Star Food. And yeah. I love that though, because and you know they all their Instagram stories about who was making it that day, and you're Brilliant. right, it wasn't just a chili con carne; it was a, they've made a sour cream from scratch or an avocado thing or some extra yeah, and a beautiful salad coriander and, oil yeah. and stuff. Like it's all yeah, it's great. Like, I yeah. love that. Yeah, it, yeah. it is, and it's so important. Yeah, so important, and especially I think that day as well. I'd not eaten all day. I was up here working on some recipes in that for the book, mm. um, and I was just starving as well. And it was like I looked up; it was like ten to five. I was like, yeah, dinner. <laughs> Didn't even know what it was. And I was yeah. like, oh, nice. Yeah. And I was, yeah, I was fuming. Really? Fuming. Oh, mate. Yeah. Do you still do them? Yeah. Now and again. Yeah, now yeah. and again. Like, I've done a few, like, when I've been doing things for the book that maybe I'd not 
done before or not done for years. Mm. Um, like I did one a couple of weeks ago, uh, pastizio. It's like a like a Greek lasagna. Yeah. So yeah, I do I do now and again. Yeah. yeah. Great. I'll just say to a guy, and they're like, "Well, great," because it means I don't have to worry about it for that day. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Um, it's it's quite a unique thing, isn't it? The star food, especially in the yeah. kitchen. But I think it's I can completely see why it's an event in the day, but also it's like a standard setter. Yeah, um, I'm gonna when the pasta book comes out, I'm gonna set them the 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 good lads in the kitchen who do the staff food. I'm gonna set them a few dishes from the book nice. to do per the recipe. Great to do for to oh, do from awesome. that. And I was gonna ask as well. I was gonna because I'll send the books to some different chefs and that. I was gonna ask them if they do whatever they want to from mm. the book for staff for food. Staff food. That's really put it on their Instagram. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Really good. They're doing staff food anyway. And yeah, just as a to help me promote it. Yeah, that's a really yeah. nice idea. Love that. Yeah, great one. Really good. So yeah, Stafu's got to be good. Yeah. Uh, number two. Number two, two, two. This this happens all the time, and it's jumping on me. Not not literally. Um, um, <laughs> when I walk in, when I walk in the door with a problem. Oh, like, you've you've told me this before. Oh my yeah. God, I can't begin to tell you how much that annoys me. Yeah, you're not even taking your coat off. No, the door's not even closed. It's just <laughs> just about going. Oh, 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 yeah. Or I might be walking up to the kitchen, and yeah, you know, like Laura and Gibbo, no, yeah, just they just know not to, yeah, you know, and the. the the lads in the kitchen, they tend to take things up the chain now, so things will be taken to Laura, obviously, before things come to me. But Laura would never just jump on me, unless no. it was an absolute emergency. Yeah, yeah, like, like that's there's, different. there's a pipe burst outside and it's going all up the, you know, something like that. But Yeah, th- there was a manager we had here a few years back. I never liked him, to be honest, didn't last <laughs> long. And he'd do it to me all the time. And he never got the, kind of the thing I was after. Like, obviously, you're a manager. Yeah. You should be able yeah, to yeah. deal with a lot of this stuff. Um, and from anybody, I really try and encourage them to bring me solutions, not problems. Mm-hmm. Like, and if you can coach them through it, it's like, if they approach me at the right time, not when I've walked in the bloody door, yeah, yeah. I haven't even had a coffee, especially if it's early in the morning, I haven't had a coffee yet. And panicking, it's like, shows me you're probably not a strong person or a leader, strong yeah. character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you can't handle issues. So what are you going to be like in a firefight or a shit mm. night or something? Yeah. Um, but you know, if they catch it at the right time and they come to me, the younger ones they'll come to me with a problem. I'm like, well, what do you think we can do about that? Mm-hmm. Well, what can you do? And you can kind of coach the answer out of them, and they'll sure. be like, okay, so next time you can think of a solution. Yeah, and come to me, look. And that's ultimately what any boss wants to hear, isn't it? Like, this has happened, but I've done this and this mm-hmm. and this, and you're great. Yeah, yeah, wicked. Yeah, and I'll view, I'll view that like with um, you know, really positively, and that's how you get. So you get promoted and move yeah, up the ladder, yeah. taking that shit on. Of course, yeah, that's a great one. Yeah. It's good advice for people, especially starting out in the industry, or because part of it again is nervousness and they don't want to make the wrong call. Yeah. So that they're like, oh, Paul's experience. I'll just ask him because that'll be the right answer, whatever he says. Yeah, and it's lazy. So it's like, like I'll, you know, ultimately, I'll end up. You'll end up doing it because the business has to go right. But yeah, sure. But yeah, it is. It's that. Like, it is exactly. It's a bit lazy. I'll, Paul will do it. He knows the answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You find the answer, you put, can do it. Yeah, it's why you have people in senior roles. Yeah, exactly. You put willing to put it on your shoulders, and if it goes wrong, you'll take the hit. But yeah, at least you tried. At least you did something. And I'm, I've never been a micromanager either. I want people to be able to manage their areas. So I'm always over the business and know what's going on. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but I'm not gonna, you know, be over your yeah, entire stir that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, of course not. <laughs> no, that's cool. No. Good one. Good one. So number one. Number one. Here we go. Number this, one. This one, is one, one of one, the one. worst traits in people in it makes me feel sick <laughs> brown nosing 
Oh, horrific. Yeah, so yeah, that yeah. ties into the overpromise and deliver like they're, they're telling you it because they want to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, they know I'm good because I'm, you know, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And yeah. then it makes them worse because they don't do it. Yeah. And then what was the other one I said it ties into? Ah, oh, I can't remember what it was. But it was one of the honourable mentions. It, it was one of them, yeah. I can't remember there's been so bloody many. <laughs> but yeah, we've had a few here. I've had them in the past and I like, I can feel my body like screw up when people are brown nosing me yeah, yeah. it's a horrible thing yeah i'd rather even you know i'd rather people give challenge me yeah give yeah, me a little sure. bit back respectfully not like oh yeah of know, course yeah you could go for too far the other way Then be you know say you know bend over backwards for everything you do and everything you do is amazing and just just you know we used to have guys there's a couple of guys when i was at mallory um and they'd they'd pick the wrong moments to do it as well i was clearly like stressed or busy or something and they come and make like stupid small talk to me just because i don't want to know you and stuff oh, and god. oh god it was it's nah. it's the cringiest thing and it's the worst way to like for me personally worst way for anyone to get on with me yeah because yeah. i will take an instant dislike to you <laughs> and it's hard to win do it you, back to be honest do you think that's a universal feeling amongst a lot of chefs probably yeah probably yeah. i think yeah. so because yeah. it could be a bit of an ego stroker for some people, I think. It could be, but no, never has been for it's me. It's awkward. It is. It's awkward, yeah. It is, but generally, if you are that type of person, we won't get on. Yeah. And it'd take a lot for me to think differently of you. Do you ever... you won't last. Do you ever feel like it starts that way because they're new, but then after a few weeks, they it it, it sort of settles down? Does that no, make sense? No, they're generally, when they're like that... <laughs> yeah, they're they're, brown, they're brown noses like are brown noses. Yeah, we had a waiter here, and I hated him. Like with a passion um, <laughs> and he and he he was just really brown nosy but i mean he had he made a lot of mistakes and things and um he struggled and we had a few run-ins but it always rather than right i'm going to earn the respect here or earn my position here or um show that i can do it by doing the work yeah. and proving it it try and do it by creeping around me. Oh no, no! And yeah. suddenly you're doing twice the amount of damage now. Yeah, because I've zero respect for you as a person. Hundred percent. And I think actually sometimes that brown nosing sort of it could also be sometimes sugarcoating problems or masking over things. Yeah, yeah. Do you know exactly. what I mean? It's like they want, mate. I fucked up. Like I need to do. Or so they'll just. Oh no, everything's fine. Like everything. It also creeps into that sort yeah. of mentality yeah. of like like dismissing. Yeah. issues or problems and it's like ah. no i just i prefer people they to be their own people yeah. manage themselves and you know they'll get you know be authentic like that like yeah. you said look oh fuck this up yeah. that. not exactly oh god i hate brown noses that's a great one we um like working in media like when i was at the radio station we obviously got loads of interns because it was such yeah. a desirable thing to be in media mm -hmm. you know in radio stations and stuff so we had loads of like, young people come like nearly nearly every week of the year there was an intern for a week or two yeah someone new all the time like someone's got a contact or this person's coming in for a couple of days just to shadow someone and we always used to talk candidly amongst each other about how it was so hard to find people that were in the middle of that spectrum. Yeah. They were either really young and brown nosy and so naive and it was almost like icky. Mm. Or it was like, you cocky fucker, you don't, yeah. what the fuck? Like, you don't know what you do. Like they would challenge you, but in a way as if they knew better. It's like, you don't, oh, even, yeah. you haven't even finished your GCSEs, mate. Like, yeah. no offense. But and it's really hard to find people just in the middle, just, yeah. well, I guess maybe they're young, like they're still finding their feet in life and we all made mistakes and stuff. But it was really hard to find people that were just, 
level. I, I find, I mean, only just from my experience, like both of those, they're probably equally as bad. Yeah. So both ends of that spectrum. Yeah. But I find when people are, either of them, they, they don't really tend to change or it takes a long time for them to uh-huh. really have to get really into adulthood, into their late 20s or something until they change. But I, don't, I just, maybe I'm a bit dismissive, but when they're either one of those, they're mm. kind of done for me. Yeah, and nice. They'd really struggle to get win me over. That's fascinating. I didn't see that one coming, but I think that's that's again good advice to people. Like that is that is a top one. But yeah, it's got to be equal. Like now you've brought that up, it's it's equal to the opposite of being too cocky and too cocksure and that and too sort of dismissive. In almost looks like um, completely apathetic as well. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Yeah. 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 Oh man, that's good. This is that's that's my one of my favourite top fives we've done. That's amazing. So, quick recap. Number five was um, so using elastic something, yeah, and not, not replacing, replacing or it. ordering or telling anyone. Yeah. Um, number four, over promise, under deliver. Great. Number three, poor staff food. Yeah, nice. Number two, jump on me, jumping on me with problems, not like instantly when I'm walking through the door. Yeah, is my pet peeve. I mean, not being able to handle the problems goes further into it. And number one. Brown nosing. Brown nosing. That's great. What a top five. <laughs> that is proper. And it makes me think, fucking hell, it's hard to get on in this uh, industry. Because yeah. fucking hell, there's just red flags everywhere, isn't there? Yes. It's a pressure environment. That's why like, so many people talk about the heat of the kitchen, too hot to handle. All these cliche sayings come from somewhere. And it's because of a lot of the stuff you mentioned. It is. It's hard yeah. to stay on top of all this shit all the time. It is. And if you know, you can't be a great restaurant if you let all those things slip. Yeah. You, you just can't. Yeah, it's quite simple, really. Yeah, you have to, have to, like I've said it loads of times and earlier on as well, you have to sweat the small stuff. Yeah. And if people can't see the bigger picture, if they don't think the small stuff matters, mm-hmm. then they're not for you. They're not the right people. Or you're not going to have a successful restaurant. If that's how you want to run your restaurant, fine. Sure. Absolutely fine. No judgment at all. But if you, you can't expect to be better no. if you're not going to sweat all that small shit and just yeah. take everything seriously to that level. And it's about taking your job seriously, not taking yourself seriously. Yeah, that's a distinction, that's big cr- distinction. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Great. Good stuff, mate. Love that one. Uh, top five next week. Yeah, oh, so for you. We're not here next week. Just oh, remembered. No. I'm on holiday. You are. Fuck you all. <laughs> uh, no, we, uh, we're just taking one week off, but um, we'll yes. be back the week after. So what, what, what you got? Yeah, here? so I'll give you one. I'm just going to get a Go person's on. name because I've kind of tweaked it. They had okay. put, I think it was the best nightcap guests. Yeah. BC Jones Chef. But <laughs> I, I thought we'd tweak that. Um, I mean, you could do that if you want, but I thought maybe like the best stories from different chefs we've had oh okay best no, it, yeah, yeah, got yeah. a couple of weeks now got a good bit of time to yeah think that's about true it. i'll listen, re, re-listen to a couple of hours so it could be a certain person's story or or their boiling point or just a certain guest like yeah. your best your best nightcap moments okay great yeah best nightcap moments i love that yeah great we've done that we've got a big enough back catalogue to do a good top five of that uh, absolutely that's what i thought it work yeah yeah perfect okay i'm in i'm ready for that Mm-hmm. Um, we are, oh, I also got a bit of correspondence we had. I love people trying to preempt what top fives will be. We had James message us saying, afternoon lads, long time listener of the pod for a bit from Perth in Australia. Couple of pet peeves that I think should be in Paul's top five. Um, had these recently to deal with. Chefs who put, who use a spatula in an open Vitamix. Vitamix. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, What's, so a blender. Vitamix, oh, just a blender. Ah, right. Well, you can take the top off while it's still whirring. Oh, what? Like, people put a spatula in while it's still whirring? I've, I've seen in America, like the Vitaprep, and these are free horsepower. These, like, they're yeah, yeah, hardcore. yeah, loud. Um, in America, they'd take the top off 
and they're, it'd be mixing and they're spooning, tasting it whilst no. it's mixing. Fucking no. Yeah. No, that's criminal. Yeah, it's that. dangerous, yeah. That's a good one. And then also, and this has come up in the last couple of weeks, you put chefs who apply for a job and try to use their Instagram as part of their application. <laughs> Had he been that's listening? Good. Yeah, oh, we yeah. must have been, must have been yeah. really good. Yeah, don't do that. Uh, cool. I think that's about it. Please leave your ratings and reviews um, on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can do that. Give us a five-star review. And also, um, if you put a comment in there, you can ask us a question or whatever it is. And we will always read those out. We've got loads of beautiful merch, t-shirts, hoodies. The advert at the end of this podcast gives you the details on where you can get them. Before we sign off. Oh, yes. Can't forget that. Try this. So this is a recommendation from Lee that maybe this could overtake the Snickers. So this is a Snickers creamy peanut butter. What's weird is that it's not one bar, it's three. Oh. Why, what would be the incentive for doing that? So it's, it's for those weird people who, you know, like they'll have half a chocolate bar wrapped oh, up and right. put it in the fridge. Maybe it's Psychopaths. Yeah, that's, Psychopaths. It's perverted. So yeah, it, it's the same length of a, of a normal chocolate bar, but it's got three sort of mini. Oh, right. oh Christ. Um, really satisfying wrapper. Mm, smells good. Yeah. It's going to work because it's got it's peanuts in anyway, isn't it? Work. But has it got peanuts for the texture? Oh, let's try it. Let's try it. It's nice. A bit of salt in there. Mm. I, um, I think a traditional one is better. I do. Yeah. It's good, but... Doesn't have the bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what this is the equivalent of? This feels like the equivalent of this bar represents smooth peanut butter. Mm. And a Snickers represents chunky peanut butter. That's a good point. Yeah. And chunky's better. Yeah. Every time. Of course. That's Always. great. Good recommendation, that. But yeah. the original stickers, I'm sticking with it. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Great. See you next week. Thanks so much for downloading the Nightcap podcast. We appreciate the support and we'd love to know that you are enjoying the pod. And now you can become a proud member of the Nightcap podcast tribe. Along with our weekly catch-ups and up-and-coming series with more amazing guests, we've created some bespoke Nightcap podcast clothing, which you can get online now. We've teamed up with our friends at T-Mill to create t-shirts and hoodies in various sizes, colours and fits for both men and women. Yeah, we chose T-Mill for several reasons. They make these clothes with 100% natural materials using organic materials that are better for the environment. They use the sun and wind to power the production of these products, plus they will send you your order in packaging made from plants not plastics and the best thing is they look great and they feel great you can just tell their quality so there's no knockoff merch here yeah it's as simple as this go to thenightcap.tmill.com that's thenightcap.tmill.com to order your nightcap podcast merch now